Hello and welcome to the Authority of Love. I'm with co-host David Walls of the Family Foundation here in Kentucky, and we're here on Family Foundation Friday. David, welcome once again, brother. Glad to have you. It's good to be with you. Well, we we we, we enjoy this, don't we? We do, for the most part. Yeah. There are certain days that there's struggles uh, with it, and some things we got to cover. But once again, there's a lot of good momentum going on. Before we jump into all the the action that's going on with the legislature and how that impacts us and our culture. I just want to give a plug. My daughter called me last week and said, Dad, are you going to see The Chosen? They're putting out theaters this time, David. And so I asked you, and you said you've been watching it with your family, yeah. but you hadn't seen this launch yet. Yeah. I highly recommend it to you, your family, it's and the listeners. It's expensive to take a whole family it is. to the theaters, Greg. You, you, I'm just going to wait you. for the free streaming, <laughs> okay. I think. I hear you. We just went. I was going to call her the same day and ask her for a date oh, you know, okay. with my yeah. daughter, and she called me and beat me to the punch. So we went, I just got to say it's fabulous. Now, I know there are people out there... And different platforms and thoughts on this, but I found it to be not only very entertaining, but much more importantly, everything I've seen in there biblically is solid. Now, they have some dramatic license, yeah. and, and I, that's okay, but it's never taken away from or changed the biblical truths that they're talking about. So I found it to be good. I'd love to talk with you about that if you'd like to. That's for another show. So contact me at loveandlordship at gmail.com, loveandlordship at gmail.com. We'll do the pros and cons, the likes and dislikes. Let's talk. So just wanted to plug that, David, yeah. because I really love it. I think there's good things there. I know we got a new citizen that's coming out, and there's a lot going on with that. So if you want to share a little bit about that, we're going to jump into some of those bills that you wanted to cover today. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're excited uh, that our uh, legislative edition of our Kentucky citizen is uh, should be in people's mailboxes that yeah. are on our email yeah. list. They can also, if you're watching the, the video version, you can see it. You can also go to our website and read all the main articles on our website at KentuckyFamily.org. But, you know, this is one of our most important uh, additions that we put out because we highlight some of the uh, important uh, priority pro-family bills that we've identified. Also highlight some of the, the concerning bills uh, that would negatively impact life and family mm -hmm. as well. And then just some other good information. You know, we uh, educate people in the legislative process, provide an opportunity, encourage them to make at least three phone calls and send three emails in support of some of these bills. You know, our policy director, Michael Johnson, has a really thoughtful piece in there where he kind of talks about uh, his where he comes from and, and viewing the work of the Family Foundation, our work on public policy, reminding folks that that's just the start mm -hmm. of, of what mm -hmm. we do. Uh, and some, some really good information. And I'm so thankful and excited for the members on our team and volunteers that we've been having come to the office that help distribute these to yeah. churches across the Commonwealth. If you would like copies for your church, reach out. Uh, send us an email at info at KentuckyFamily.org. We'd be happy to, to get extra copies to yeah. you and your congregation. Yeah. And speaking of that, yeah. we've got several of those bills that you've highlighted in there, many yeah. more, but we want to highlight on the program today. Yeah. Uh, I know one of them is uh, Senator Mike Wilson and Representative Jennifer Decker's bills on the DEI bill, yeah. is what they're calling it. it yeah. Explain to people what that is. Yeah, so this is, uh, you know, there's been a lot of attention on this issue, Greg, on, on the issue, uh, DEI stands for diversity, equity, and inclusion. And these are policies that, that many schools, particularly uh, higher education, although it's Trickled, trickled and, down and into public the education, in a public education, yes, yes, K through yep. twelve. We've seen these in corporate policies. Mm -hmm, uh, you know, and Disney it's really, being one of the main ones, right? right kind of and thing, and right. really, uh, uh, you know, while uh, the the name diversity, equity, and, you know, we, we got to be careful because yep. when you know <laughs> we're a nation founded on equality, we we, we advocate right, for right. equality under the law. Unfortunately, so many times when the word equity is used, they're talking about 
equal outcomes instead of just simply equal opportunities. Exactly right. Yeah. And I wonder um, why they didn't call it call it DIE. You, I don't yeah, know. I'm yeah. just food for thought. <laughs> yeah. But you know what's really behind, unfortunately, most of these policies. Uh, are you know some very very harmful ideologies? Whether it be uh, critical theory and critical race theory, you know many times these policies are directly attached to promoting woke mm -hmm. LGBTQ ideology. And what is what has been happening, particularly on our college campuses, is a lot of instances where these policies are being used where professors are having to almost swear allegiance to mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. sign, you know. Yeah. You know, from the church biblical context, it's almost like a statement of faith, yeah, saying yeah, you have to affirm point. and yeah. ascribe it's to these religion. things. Let's be honest; it's a religion. Right. So you're right; you're right. on target there. And, and again, you know, this is where we we come back to the reality of the brokenness of of mankind. Mm -hmm. I mean, principally, some of these things are not wrong no. in and of itself. No. But the reality is the way that they're being implemented is yeah. actually causing the exact opposite of what yeah. they're claiming yeah. to help fix yeah. and they're actually promoting division they're promoting discrimination yes, yes. they are um, leading to uh, policies where uh, folks are having to self-censor or feel like they can't speak violating free speech right. viewpoint discrimination they're silencing them that's right. a big part of the reason for it. Right. Uh, let's go a little, one step deeper the core and foundation of most of these you mentioned crt and uh, lgbtq yeah. yes they're all in there but the core of those is uh, marxist communistic yes. ideologies yes. That's where it's coming yeah. from. And you were at a committee hearing yeah. just yesterday, right? Yeah. So there was uh, uh, the Senate, one of the Senate bills that would seek to add some protections uh, in our public universities against this is Senate Bill 6. Senator Mike Wilson has filed this bill. You mentioned there's also been a, a very uh, robust version that's been filed in the House. That bill, I don't believe, has been heard yet. That's House mm -hmm. Bill 9 by Representative Jennifer Decker. But the hearing uh, um, that took place this week, and it was passed out of the Senate Education Committee. Good to hear. Uh, but there was some really, really powerful testimony that was shared about the impact of these policies. And I just have to, I, I've got to mention one. Uh, 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 Rebecca Keith, who is a, a University of Kentucky student and is also a member of the, the pro-life uh, Wildcats there. And I've had the opportunity to, to meet her before at a pro-life event. But she was just very bold and courageous and, and came and shared a couple of instances in which these types of policies are just impacting students uh, tremendously. Herself, herself, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. in a in a in a situation where she was applying for a, essentially a, an RA type position, uh, she was completely uh, discriminated against because of this and asked to uh, you know potentially have to 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 continue on in the, the the interview process to essentially have to affirm some of these statements. And then she also shared you know a situation in the classroom where she was really. Uh, uh, targeted and singled out because she she dared to express the belief that there's only two genders, male the and female. scientific biological right. truth. Right, right. Yeah, right. So, uh, and, and there was some other testimony that was provided, but it was very clear that these kinds of policies, while they may not all be called DEI policies, these types of policies yeah. are, uh, are yeah. impacting students here at, at the University of Kentucky, Heard uh, testimony indicating some things happening at the at the University of Louisville, and so what these policies would do, or, or excuse me, what what SB six would do, would essentially uh, define some very discriminatory practices that unfortunately these policies are leading to, and say that that universities can't discriminate in this way in terms of students, 
in terms of how they're going to hire uh, faculty or right. staff. Right. It, it, they're well, probably even admit students at some point, right? Right. It likely would even enter into that. So it, th these, uh, this bill and, and these other efforts are really about protecting our First Amendment free speech mm -hmm. rights, free association, and working towards uh, policies that don't discriminate. Yeah, which highlights another area that I know you wanted to talk about today. Uh, Representative Shane Baker has a parental rights in education. If we're not willing to yeah. give it back there, these things are going to happen more and more. Talk to us about what's happening with with Representative Baker's bill. Yeah, so there is a, um, you know, we talked a lot last year, Greg, about uh, Senate Bill 150. Yes. And I'm, yes. I'm getting out our citizen. There's some good information in our citizen on, on House Bill 30, uh, 304, Greg. Uh, this is really a follow-up to that, to say, since Senate Bill 150 went into effect, what we've seen is some school districts that have been refusing to follow some of the, the protections that were put in place. Right. And then we've also seen, Greg, as you and I talked about, the situation that developed in Anderson County mm -hmm. where there was a school counselor that was uh, um, working behind subversively, yes. subversively yes. Yeah. hiding information from parents. And so really the, the crux of House Bill 304 is, is it would clarify, add some further parental rights protections, require active notification of parents when certain things may be found out by schools. If right. you're talking about if, if a student's getting uh, counseling, parents should be notified about that, yes, some yes. other issues yeah. uh, that parents need to be notified. And then importantly, it would also provide a, uh, a an enforcement me mechanism where a parent can ensure that the law is being followed in their in, yeah. in their school. Yeah, that's because good. that's that's, that's good. really become a key sometimes is when these types of situations have happened, sometimes even with the laws in place, there's not an, a, a mechanism to force the school to follow the law. Yeah. And so that's really needed. So we'll be sharing some more about that, but I'm, I'm encouraged by yeah. the work that's yeah. been done on that issue. That's House Bill 304. Great, great. And then we had another big day just yeah. this week, right? right? National Women in Sports Day. Yeah. Our own Riley Gaines here in Kentucky, University yeah. of Kentucky, was part of that. Yeah. Representative David Hale has a bill that's going to do some really strong things that shouldn't be needed, right. but they are. Yeah, right? yeah. This is House Bill 390, uh, kind of a, a women's bill of rights, really building upon the Save Women's Sports issue and mm -hmm. uh, the issue that Ry Riley Gaines was so instrumental in helping lead the effort and shining a light for the need for those laws. This bill, House Bill 390, Greg, would simply just very clearly define yeah. what it means to be a woman, what it means to be a girl, what it means to be a man, what it means to be a woman, and to provide protections and to ensure that, that local government and any future government couldn't redefine those terms based on, you know, unfortunately what we're seeing, uh, LGBTQ-driven yeah. ideology yeah. that's seeking yeah. to subvert what it means to be what it means to be a woman. Or, or whatever gender you want to right, call it, right? Right, So basically what they're doing is they're actually going to the biology and the science and saying, we're going to use the scientific evidence and the biological reality, right. and we're going to define it in law. Right. Since people are trying to do what they want to do with it. Right. And it's a great bill. We need because, to I mean, the reality is, Greg, we have definitions in law of these things, yeah. but unfortunately yeah. they have been, and in some cases you've even seen courts do this, take terms that we all know what they mean yes. and then subvert them and sometimes yeah. turn them completely on their head right. and, and have them mean right. the exact opposite of what we all know them to mean. So yeah. that's an important bill as well. But I, I, I chuckle a little bit here just to bring home this point, Greg, about yeah. the, the moral insanity that we're, we're living in. There was another bill and issue that was heard in committee this week and there was a conversation, and we've seen this pop up before, where there were some 
uh, concern amongst some uh, uh, pro-LGBT members and the ACLU that there was a reference to pregnant woman as opposed to pregnant saying persons. a pregnant person or <laughs> yeah. a pregnant individual. Yeah. Exactly. And so the ACLU of Kentucky was tweeting about this grant. I just have to bring this out. They actually tweeted a, a quote, reminder, I guess, to all Kentuckians and everyone that people, this is what they said, people of all genders can be pregnant. So I, I just, wow. sometimes we have to read these things aloud and say, this is the ACLU. Right. This is an organization right. that is actively lobbying and advocating, not just at the Kentucky Capitol, all across the country. Yeah. And they are pushing, essentially erasing what it means to be a woman by saying that men can be pregnant. Yeah. It, wow. it's, it's moral insanity. And I just bring that up to say another important reminder that we uh, uh, live in a culture in which we need to celebrate Yep. Women's sports yes. uh, and, for and women, women, by women, yes. so they can have the opportunity and true equality that exactly they deserve right. as exactly women. Exactly right. Now, here, well, I know we don't have much time, yeah. but I want to if your viewers can see this, if not, we're talking about Martin Cothran's article on school choice. We don't have a lot of time, so we'll get back to this, but just briefly mention that. Yeah, right. excited. Great Martin, article, Martin right? uh, who is our uh, senior policy analyst, wrote a great piece. It's on the back uh, back page of the citizen. It's up on our website as well about the need for school choice and how really that's the path forward for Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, there's been so many other states that have moved forward in that direction, yeah. and and this really is. The Let's path have forward. freedom of choice. Absolutely. Let's give people that. Let, let's empower right. parents yeah. to make educational choices yeah. that meet the needs of their students right. and, and children. And so once again, you can go to the citizen. If you're watching, you'll see that. If not, you can hear it. Or go to KentuckyFamily.org, yeah. and there's calls to action on many of these. If you have questions, contact David in the Family Foundation office. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day, and God bless in Christ.